This is the Bob McCallum Podcast, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers online casino and sportsbook app today. Shannon here, McCallum there. Hello, Robert. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. Boy, your Toronto Raptors are a new team, Bob. They look Be pretty careful. good in Memphis last they look pretty good. I'm on the bandwagon now, baby. Yeah, they beat Memphis. Man, I saw Memphis's record. It's 11 <laughs> and 23. I know, but so it tells you what kind better. of team they beat. Look at they played all right, but Memphis shot horribly. I've never seen yep. a team shoot as bad as they did, especially in the first half. They couldn't hit a barn door. Uh, I'm you know, look at I they were okay. Raptors. I don't know what they're going to be long term, though. I'll tell you. Now, the other news yesterday was it's. It sounds like uh, our favorite baseball general manager Ross Atkins is saying that uh, we got a pretty good team now. We're not going to do very much more. What do you think? Well, that's BS. You know, that's the kind of thing <laughs> that he has been known for saying. Um, look at what do they need? They need to figure out third base for sure. And they got no offense of significance from the outfield. Outfielders are supposed to hit. Well, George Springer's not bad. You're not very. You're not very. George, George Springer hit one two sixty last year. That's not. That's not what you expect an outfielder to do. I'm not. George I'm not making. Excuses. I'm not making excuses for the outfield, but I mean, everybody's batting on this team was down last year. I mean, True. everybody, everybody. So. You know, I, I still, I mean, I, I still, I believe in Springer. Yeah, I, I'm not, and Kevin Kiermeyer. What? Kevin Kiermeyer. I like Kiermeyer coming back. The, so I guess the he's not a bad player. Varsho, Varsho goes back to left field, I assume now. So. Yeah, I think so. But Varsho hit what, 220, 230? Yeah. Even Kiermeyer, yeah, after went, a good start, was, hit about 270. Disappointing, yeah. And no power. no power in that outfield. Right, yeah. So Hey, today, today we're going to talk to uh, an old pal of ours, George McPhee, about uh, right. the, outdoor, the outdoor game, what went on, what's going on with his hockey club after a great start, an unbelievable start after winning the Stanley Cup. Right. Um, and uh, what's going on in Vegas at this point? Look forward to it. George McPhee with McCowan and Shannon on the McCallum Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. McCowan's over there. Shannon's here and joined by our old pal, George McPhee, the president of the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, I, I should, I still have to say it, of the Stanley Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights. How are you, George? Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. Doing well. Thanks. Well, you so um, I guess that off the top of the list is... Uh, uh, as the new year started, you guys were in Seattle. You you were playing a game outdoors. What was your impressions of the Winter Classic? Uh, it was fantastic. It was a uh, <clears throat> a really well done event, as we all know. Todd Lewicki is uh, a superstar among uh, 
sports executives over the last 30 years, and uh, he, he just did a great job with that. And it was a sight to behold, really, when you when they're dropping the puck and you're looking around and that place was packed and uh, everybody wearing jerseys and everything else. It's just a, uh, a, a great weekend for hockey. Uh, we always try to make it a great family weekend as well and uh, have you know, all the families, extended families, everybody come in and just uh, enjoy the weekend. But before Bob jumps in, uh, how do you manage that part of it that the family stuff and and everything that's going on with the fact that you know there are still two points on the line and, and we used to have these things we used to have these special events in europe and all over the world and they were exhibition games and then we said well they have to become more important they have to we have to give some legitimacy to the actual game and now they have and boy oh boy two points are important particularly in the in your division now where the Canucks are hot. The Oilers are getting hot. The Kings are pretty good. I mean, it's it's a tough time to give up two points at that point, isn't it? It is. Uh, it's it's a uh, you know it's a hell of a good league. <laughs> it's a very very good. <laughs> it's a very competitive league. Um, it, it's a real treat to be involved <clears throat> in the Winter Classic. It's what you want for your organization, your franchise, your brand. You want to be in the national games. Uh, and we wanted to win. We didn't play very well, um, <clears throat> but um, we certainly wanted to win. The the game does have sort of the, the Super Bowl feel to it. It's a big deal. Um, I guess the good news is <clears throat> there's no real finality to it. Like if you don't win the game, uh, your season's not over. You've got another forty. You've got another forty games to play. Um, so. We do try to make it a, a great event for players and families. And it's, um, you know, there are lots of distractions. Our team, I think, has handled distractions well over the last uh, few years. Um, but uh, that's uh, that's the way it went for us. Uh, would have been nice to win it, but it was, uh, it was uh, still really uh, a great uh, weekend of hockey for uh, for the teams and for the NHL. I can't remember, but I assume this was not your first outdoor game, right? No, I was involved in one uh, years ago when we went to play in Pittsburgh. Washington right. played in Pittsburgh. Right. And, uh, so, in, in fact, wasn't that the famous David Steckel Sidney Crosby collision game? Yeah. Yeah, when David Steckel walked into our office after the game and said, what happened? What's everybody talking about me hitting Crosby? <laughs> he had no idea. Yeah. So, You'll freak. It was a it, it was a, fl a freak accident. Yeah, he didn't even see him. Didn't even know uh, that uh, Sydney had been uh, injured. Um, obviously, the outdoor games have been successful, at least from the perspective of ticket sales. Um, but I've never been a fan of the outdoor game. Uh, I think. I think it was unique when we first started many, many years ago. And I understood the uh, the attraction to it. But I really can't now. W what is it about this game that makes, uh, makes people in hockey excited? It's just big. You're on the national stage. And it's uh, it really is, Bob, when you're involved in it, it really means something. It's great for your franchise. And again, playing outdoors is a big deal to the players. Um, 
and having all their families around and having everybody together for a weekend is a really big deal. I'll tell you what, when you saw the lines outside of that stadium of people waiting to get in, all wearing jerseys, you know, obviously lots and lots of Seattle jerseys, but lots of Vegas Golden Knights jerseys. Um, it's a big event for a lot of people. And, um, you know, I wish we had provided a better game. Uh, we didn't play very well. Seattle played real well. Um, but uh, there is something about that event when you're in it and participating that uh, is big. Maybe, maybe a little glimpse behind the curtain, George. Uh, how much planning, uh, as the visiting team, how much planning are you involved in from the moment that the game is decided? So when the schedule gets announced, outdoor game a year ago, that you were going to be in Seattle, yeah. when, when did the meeting start for you? When I mean, you had to design new uniforms, uh, or you, I assume you were part of that, or someone in your group was part of that. How, how many meetings was, were there before you actually got on the plane to go to Seattle to enjoy the end of the year? It's a ton of work, John. It, it, and if you're doing it right, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's so much work. Uh, I, I think the league called us in January or February last year and asked if we wanted to be in it. And we said, of course, we'd be honored to play. Uh, just remember, we, we'd like to have a game in Vegas. Uh, if we're going to Seattle, let's let's have a game in uh, Vegas in the near future. And then you get working, and we were working on this all through the playoffs. You know, we're in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and we're working on the, the Winter Classic game. And wow. uh, our staff, uh, there's there's a lot that goes into it. And uh, we had a, you know, you've got a skating party, you've got. All the parents and everybody coming in to Vegas. How do you get the team up there? How do you get everybody else up there? We had a couple of charters, um, charters going home. We had a party uh, for the families and and uh, our staff, about 250 or 60 people after the game. Um, and we, you know, the game's at noon, but we stay overnight. Uh, that day because there might be weather issues and the game gets delayed like we were in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. you plan on staying overnight and try, try to put a party together for that many people and a meal together and, and a room full of things for, for kids to do and uh, balloons and face painting and everything else. Uh, it's, it's, um, it, it takes a lot of time uh, to put it together and do it right. Um, but we, we got it done and, uh, it, 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 everything, we just had all the details down for, for three days for, for the families. Uh, they had an itinerary buses right. back and forth to the rink and, and dealing with all the tickets and everything else. Uh, we had it all done early and, and done comprehensively. So, um, uh, but, but it's, it's a big project. Uh, and that's Kelly, Kelly wasn't about. in charge of the face painting, was he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we were, you know, it's a, it's a phenomenal experience to be involved in it and it's a lot of work, but it's well worth it. I assume this is a big revenue generator, is it? I don't know all the details on that, Bob. You know, when you're home, you're the home team. You probably get, uh, you know, get your gate from the league, and then 
you know, and then the money, the rest of the money goes uh, wherever it goes. Um, right. You know, you don't get uh, anything as a visiting team. So you you talked about the uh, you know the 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 quid pro quo. We'll do that, but we want one in our city. Uh, any indication of a timeline, George? I mean, are we are we talking in the next two or three years, or is that something that Gary and Bill would just say, duly noted? Yes, that's that's how they do it. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll circle back at some point, and would probably have to be whenever we get a baseball stadium built here, uh, right? For the uh, for the A's. So it's nice to have that retractable roof and everything else to make sure the game gets played. You know, they had the roof uh, pretty much closed uh, right up until uh, the day before the event. Uh, so, yeah, they'll circle back at some point. You wouldn't do the game in the football stadium? Um, I don't think so. It's, uh, that's a massive place. It might be just too big. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, you, you you really have to work. What if the Raiders are still playing? I mean, particularly if you're yeah. in the Winter Classic. I mean, if you, if you're doing one in February, it's different. But if you're doing one January first, yeah, you know the, the Raiders could still be involved. One day the Raiders yeah. will be good again. Yeah, and they've got to allow you to play in their stadium stadium right. too. Yeah, yeah. Just just, See, uh, just that I, little. I, by the way, by the way, I did check the weather New Year's Day. It was 52 Fahrenheit in las vegas so it wasn't as if it was uh, it was balmy so you could 52 is a pretty nice uh temperature to play outdoor hockey in vegas or in seattle it was in vegas it was 52 i think wasn't it around there on new when? year's day uh, on new year's day yeah yeah but to, as you know john the you know it's it, it's the, the, that's not the issue uh really when you when you've got your own rink and uh refrigerated you, you you uh it's 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 rain that that's a problem right what and you don't oh, get you don't rain. get a lot of rain in vegas <laughs> no that i can tell you and it's it, it's it's almost like uh when you're inside of your arena uh it can be 100 degrees here but it's nice and cold inside the rink but if it's raining humidity gets into the building and that 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 wrecks ice you know, yeah. so, but uh, no, we could we could play with at that temperature. What has uh, what has really happened to your hockey team in the last uh, 15, 20 games? You got off to yeah. such a great start, and now it's been lately. It's been mediocre at best. Yeah, and, yeah. and other teams have started. You had a big lead in the West, yeah. now you don't anymore. Yeah, how what has happened? Well, we haven't played well enough. We had a, a really good start. Um, first uh, 10 or 12 games. And then sort of the next segment of our season, we, were, we weren't playing quite as well, but we were playing well enough to win games. And now we're just off our game. We're, mm -hmm. we're, we're not playing uh, like we can. And we have to find a way to get it back. In the last six games, I think we've played one solid game and one game okay. The other four games, we weren't good at all. So uh, try to, you know, figure out why and you, you notice some things. Um, 
and you can talk about all kinds of different things, injuries or schedule or whatever, but you know, you run out of excuses at some point and just, just right. play, just play the way, uh, you can play. It's it's hard to play 82 games the way you play in the playoffs. Um, and we played hard and did all the, the hard things in the playoffs. And we got away with with uh, not going to some of the hard areas and games and winning the games. And you start doing that too often, then you lose your game. And that's uh, we're not on our game. People talk about the Stanley Cup hangover. The year after, it's more diff- much more difficult to be inspired, maybe. Do you sense that with your team at all? I, I haven't sensed that, Bob. It's uh, we've uh, you know we we started real well, and I and it, you know it was the first time. Like I've, I've been to the finals four times and lost the first three times. I think it's really hard to come back after doing that and coming back to training camp and say now we're playing the whole league again, and you know. Two months ago, it was down to us and one other team. Now that's gone. We didn't win. We got to start all over again and play everybody. I think there's more of a weight to that than when you win. We had some bounce. We were excited to be back at camp. Um, yeah. There's, yeah. there's a pride involved. There's success involved. You're the defending cup champs. And uh, and everybody plays your heart. But we, we come out and we played hard. Um I, I would say that, you know, we played the most games in the league last year, short summer, and up until about a week ago, we played the most games of this season of any NHL mm-hmm. team so far. And it was a lot of hockey, and it caught up to us on a few nights where we just looked tired. But uh, uh, in terms of, you know, I don't think we've got complacent or anything like that. They've uh, Our guys want to win, and they've tried, and they know the challenge ahead of them. Um, but I do think uh, a little bit of that uh, was uh, schedule related. We traveled a lot. We've been in the East a lot. Yeah, yeah. To put it to put it in perspective uh, for everybody else, uh, Vegas went ten zero and one in their first eleven games, and basically have become a five hundred team since, uh, and and have only won four of their last ten in being a five hundred hockey club. George, I'm, I'm curious, you know, Bob asked about the hangover and obviously it didn't occur right away, if, if, it, if at all. Where, the mindset of being the champion and staying loyal to the guys that won you the cup, how, how difficult, A, was it to get rid of Riley Smith in that manner? Um, and then when you look at this roster, when do you stop forgetting about being the champion and start thinking about well we have if we're going to if we're going to be the champion we might have to make change yeah well uh, first of all it was hard to to move riley smith uh, <clears throat> we're, it's a player obviously we were all very close to he's a good hockey player he's a fantastic person we didn't want to do it but uh it, it comes down to the salary cap and you're looking at everything and saying, holy cow, this, this might be going in this direction and it's not what you wanted. Um, uh, with respect to, um, you know, your club moving forward, uh, we felt that we were in pretty good shape. We, uh, not an old team, not a young team, uh, a good veteran team, good leadership, good players, 
um, and uh, well coached, and <clears throat> and we just uh, figured we'd we'd plow ahead with what we had. Uh, we had uh, uh, Paul Cotter and Pavel Dorofiev that uh, we had to make room for and uh, and see how they uh, progressed throughout the season, but uh, we were set everywhere else and uh, and uh, uh, so that's that's we thought we were in pretty good shape and and we are if we get back to, to play in our game we're, we're, we're a pretty good hockey team you have spoiled the Vegas market the Vegas hockey market since day one with the great performance of year number one you know even the years where you didn't get to the uh, you know, Stanley Cup final were decent seasons, most of them. Yeah. Do you worry about uh, what you have to do next in order to inspire the kind of reaction from your fans that you've gotten so far? Because basically, every home game is sold out, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, Bob, we, we tried to be a different franchise and uh it's interesting uh you know we we met with uh, i don't know if i mentioned it to you but in previous conversations we've had but we we met with uh, bob clark at one time because he you know, he was part of an expansion team and then he as a manager he he had the florida panthers we met with doug rice brown we thought both of these gentlemen did real good job with their expansion teams and um uh, <clears throat> And Kelly and I met with them, and there are a lot of good takeaways from those experiences and about making your team a special place to play and set your culture uh, while you can. And uh, all these guys are looking for a second chance, and here it is, and, uh, and build it right. And we've done a lot of unconventional things. Uh, we've tried to draft and develop, but we've also traded a, a lot of young players to make us better now. And in six years, we went to the conference finals four times. Right. Pretty amazing. Right. Pretty amazing. And, uh, and got to two finals and won one. Uh, and it's, it's been about um, just trying to win. We've done whatever we could uh, uh, to win. And we've made some decisions that uh, weren't popular. Uh, with some popular players, but uh, we never looked the other way on anything. It was about what was best for this team. Uh, uh, obviously, the team comes first and the individual comes a close second, and that's how we've operated. And, you know, it's, you know, Kelly and I were at the game uh, the other night and the other day in Seattle. I'm just saying it's, it's just been amazing to go from winning the Stanley Cup, and now here we are at the Winter Classic, and, and now this summer we're going to do the draft at the Spear, and um, we just keep doing big things, um, and uh, we will continue to, to try to keep winning. Maybe it's just me, but uh, theoretically, um, when you first started, I'm guessing that most players were not reluctant but cautious about going to Vegas. And I, I get the sense right now, Las Vegas is probably, if not the number one, then the number two or three site for a player to play. 
you know, if he wants to, if you want to go somewhere in the NHL and be with a good organization in a good town and have decent weather, Vegas is the place. Have you noticed that? Yes, uh, we we certainly uh, we're delighted that it is. We think uh, a destination uh, spot for for players and uh, right. Certainly, when we get to the summer or we're in trade talks with other teams, uh, there's been no real issues with players wanting to come here. Uh, lots of players want to come here. Coaches want to come here. You know, people that work on our staff, you know, we've still got almost everyone that first came here. Mm-hmm. They, they love it here and nobody's nobody's left. <laughs> that, that that that's that's always a great indicator of doing things right is that your staff and all your and all happens is your staff gets better at their job and they're not complacent sure at their job that's yeah, that's, that's sure a real that's the real big part of it yeah. hey we're with george mcphee the president of the vegas golden knights mccowan's over there shannon's here we'll be back after this welcome back to the podcast bob john george if we had Ringo, we might be able to have a, a band. <laughs> um, I should note, uh, we're taping this on, on Thursday. Uh, and uh, if there wasn't a bigger game of the season, we thought it was Monday. It might be tonight because the team that you beat the Stanley Cup for, the Florida Panthers, are in town, George. Uh, so you, there's not much rest for the weary when you think about uh, getting up for big games. This, has gotta be, this might be a bigger game for Florida than it is for your team, correct? Um, I don't know. Uh, we, we played them 10 days ago, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I think. And, uh, I thought they played very, very well. Um, not unlike how we played, uh, Washington six years ago <clears throat> after losing the, the cup to them, we played them the next year and we played them hard and trying to get revenge and so on. I thought the Florida played really well and they had been playing really well, uh, there's a team that's on its game. Uh, and if we don't show up and play our game tonight, we're going to get beat. So I hope that brings out the best in our club. Uh, it is a big game. And uh, and what you find when you are the defending Stanley Cup champs is it's a big game for everybody that's playing you. You know, yeah. you know you're, the, you're the measuring stick and they, they, they take great uh, pride in, in beating uh, the defending Stanley Cup champs. Don't you think the fans see a game like this differently from the players? Isn't this, I mean, realistically, isn't this just another day for the Vegas Golden Knights? Or is there something special about playing the team that you beat to win the Stanley Cup? Well, you notice when you play the teams that you played against in the playoffs, that those are those are really sp- highly spirited games. Our, our first game against Dallas uh, <clears throat> early this season, I think we played in the first couple of weeks. That was a playoff game. They, they played that game like it was the third round uh, of the playoffs. It was physical. It was highly highly uh, entertaining uh, and intense. Some scraps and it, it had everything, and so. Uh, we recognized what after that game that we're going to have some of those games this year. And the last one we played against the, the Panthers was a real spirited game and expect it to be the same tonight. 
And that's, that's great for the business. That's great for the league. You know, yeah. our, our regular sure. season means something. Uh, our regular season is, uh, is really, really good in this league. It's really intense. And you, you see some scores some nights you go, how in the world did that happen? But that's, it's a really competitive league. Um, well, and, and the, I, the I other hope we don't ever get to the gimmicks that some of the other leagues are going to and tournaments and play-ins and all that kind of stuff. We don't need it. Yeah, and, and now that, that's interesting. So, you know, there's been lots of pressure and lots of push because of what the NBA did. In fact, the NBA finished their in-season tournament in your building, yeah. um, uh, which put you on the road for a little longer than you wanted, probably. Um, but uh, so you 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 don't you don't want e- extra games for an in-season tournament. You don't would, would you when you were a player, George? There used to be super series. You know, we used to have uh, club teams from Europe come over and play. Anything like that to boost up, or are you you happy yeah. with the eighty-two game schedule? That was a little different then. That was kind of a neat thing, uh, you know, to have some of those Russian teams come over and was it rendezvous and some of these other things that uh, they, they had. It's not a bad thing, but I think when you're coming up with these. Uh, play-ins or these uh, in-season tournaments. Uh, what's that saying about your regular season? You know, what's what's the point of the regular season if you have to start doing that stuff? So I, I, I wouldn't be an advocate. Good. I, 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 I like the, the way the league is now. It's, uh, you know... <clears throat> Since you know, it's I think it's all changed when the salary cap come in, and the salary cap is a, a in my mind, I've said it a number of times, it's salary cap was just the icing on the cake. The revenue sharing is the cake, and we got owners to to share revenues, and now we have thirty two teams that spend money, and the players are doing really well, and the league is really competitive and the league is a, an attractive league to, for people um, to want to be a part of. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's just a, a really good league. And, and um, you know, there was a time when some teams, whether it's uh, New York or Detroit or Dallas or Philadelphia, they could spend a lot of money. And if they had teams that could spend a lot of money and they had good managers, they were tough to beat. Mm-hmm. It all changed when we came up with revenue sharing and a salary cap. Now it's about managing. Now it's, now it's, it's about being really, really smart about how you do things and uh, how you build the team and, and what kind of contracts you're doing and so on. And, uh, and it, it's become a really, really competitive league. So what, what's the biggest challenge that yet? What you think the league has then, George? Um, just just continue to to grow the sport. I think the sport's in great shape. We've got great, really highly skilled young players coming into the league every year. Uh, we've got terrific athletes that. They get to play in the league for a long time now because of the training and the conditioning that they do. You know, it's the 
the Crosbys and the Ovechkins are still playing. Um, I, I think it's a fantastic league, um, entertaining, um, and it's just, you know, how can we grow it and without gimmicks? Now, I know you're no longer technically the general manager, but you win a Stanley Cup. You have uh, a roster that you didn't change very much, to be realistic, and you shouldn't have. Um, is your daily job a little bit easier this year than it has been in the past four or five? Um, <clears throat> I don't think so. We're working uh, just as hard. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know that there are many guys that uh, work as hard as uh, Kelly does. Uh, he'd be up there with a little Amarillo in terms of the hours uh, put into the job and so on and Lou, Lou has been one of the best and one of the hardest working guys in this business. Um, no, it's just, uh, I, I think you have, uh, you know, you've done it. You, you, you finally won. And mm -hmm. so, you know, there's a, there's a time when you believe you're doing uh, the right things. And there's a year when you can sort of sit back and say, yeah, now we know we are doing the right things, but, uh, you know, we're, we're that right doesn't back make your it. job easier this year. Honestly, you haven't got that much to do, do you? Uh, well, yeah, we're we're trying to figure out how to get this team playing better. And well, I guess yeah. There are there, there are lots of different things uh, to look at, and um, that's the challenge. You wake up every day, you want to go to work and uh, in a good mood because you won last night. And uh, and when you don't win, it's uh, it's not a whole lot of fun in this business. So, how, how would you how would you compare compare the burn to win a second cup with the burn to win a first one? Um, I I I I would say that you, uh, from a management standpoint, you're probably a little more confident knowing that the things that you were doing really uh, added up and, and came together and you you want to come uh, so you have a little more confidence in decisions that you're you're making um, with the players it's it's probably a bigger challenge because they're having to play against teams every night that want to beat them as much as they've ever wanted to beat them and uh but our, our players have a lot of pride and they've talked about trying to be one of those legacy teams that wins more than once, wins a cup more than once. That's the challenge that they, they put in front of themselves. They want to be one of those teams. I suppose they should know, but are there more ice pads in Vegas now since uh, the team not only has been there, but now has been super successful? Oh yeah, Bob. Yeah. We, uh, so you start with T-Mobile Arena. Uh, then we come to town and we built two sheets in Summerlin and in our practice facility here. Right. A few years later, uh, we build uh, two sheets in Henderson uh, for the Henderson Silver Knights practice right. facility. We build the Dollar Loan Center, which is their game rink in Henderson. 
we take over the management of a of an old arena in uh, North Las Vegas, um, and we're uh, really close to a deal to build. Um, it's underway. Uh, uh, another two sheets uh, uh, in in town. I don't want to disclose where it is, but yeah, we've got another. So I think that's. Uh, seven ranks that we have now that we didn't have. Uh, sure, but most years. of them are for your uh, infrastructure. I'm talking about yeah, recreational but, leagues. Yes, but we 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 can't find enough ice time right now. The the, the demand is is such that uh, that we, we've got to keep building ranks to meet the demand. Really? Yeah. And okay. when we first got here, I think there were, and I don't have the breakdowns between adults and kids and so on, but we I think we had 1,300 registered uh, uh, hockey players here in town, and I think we're we're at or above 5,000 now. Really? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And as you can imagine, it's this is quite a place for tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Kids tournaments. Of course. Uh, boys tournaments, girls tournaments, adults. There's there's a lot of uh, traffic here. We've had the the NHL rookie tournament here twice now. Um, so um, <clears throat> there are there's a lot of hockey being played here, and uh, we've got an NHL team, we've got an American League team, and all kinds of people coming to to Vegas for hockey tournaments. I assume UNLV doesn't have a hockey team yet, but you never know. They what do. The, they yeah, don't. They do. They do really. Yeah, they they do have a team. They have a club team, and at some point, hopefully, they'll go D one, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, yeah, you know, they have Arizona. Like a couple, two teams Arizona in Arizona. State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about what about high school hockey? Any of that? Yes, there is. Yeah, um, we've got uh, a few schools in the neighborhood that are that are playing now. And uh, I remember we got that going in Washington. There wasn't uh, a ton of high school hockey being played. And now I think they've got over 200 teams. You know, just my, really? My, really? One, my, wow. one, my one daughter's uh, school um, didn't have, uh, it was an all-girls school, didn't have a hockey program. Now, they've, got, they've got three teams at that school now. So... <laughs> So once we're, we're trying once you to, you, know, you got you you got to invest in the gra- at the grassroots level, and uh, and we yep, have you do. It's, uh, so the the question, George, is uh, and uh, I was talking to a friend about this the other day. So w- w- when you guys got there, no other pro sports team. Raiders are there now. You've brought your American League team there now. The A's are coming eventually, I assume. Um, all the talk about the NBA showing up there, it looks like that's going to happen as well. Is there enough space in Vegas for that level of professional sports with, with that many sports teams? And that doesn't include things like F1 and all the one-offs that occur every year. Yeah, there is, John, because, again, you have a lot of people that will come from out of town to watch certain events. Um, but this town is growing too. And the nice thing about it, it's, it's always had this small town feel, you know, here we are and Bob knows in Summerlin, you feel like you're in a small community here, but, uh, 
there are a lot of people moving here every day. I think it's 150 people a day move to Vegas. And uh, so um, one of the things that amazes all of us is how many things on any given night in Vegas are going on, you know, from sporting events to uh, concerts and so on. Geez, you can see whoever, anybody you want. Um, they're, they're just in any given night, any given weekend, the number of things that happen in this town will, will blow your mind. And, uh, and it's a hospitality town. They know how to do it. They know how to make it work, and it does. And there are, I think I've, I've looked at the number, like a, a million people a week come here. Hmm. A million people. More than that, you know, to tell you the truth. I think it's about 40-plus yeah. million a year uh, travel to Vegas. So oh, it's, 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 it's over, Bob. It's, uh, it's got to be close to 60. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read something recently. It was like 53 million. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe I'm out of touch a bit, but there's a lot of people there. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And when I first, when I first went to Vegas, which was the early 1970s, unless I'm wrong, there were 60,000 people lived in Vegas. Gee whiz. And yeah. now it's what? Over 2 million, George, right? It is, yes. Yep. yep. So there you go. Yeah. Fastest yeah. growing city in America for about 10 or 12 straight years. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty it's been pretty impressive. There's, there's a lot of development going on here. Oh, yeah. No question. And it's, it's I don't see it slowing down. It's uh, People love living here. Yeah, for lots of reasons. Well, and one of the reasons is the Vegas Golden Knights have given them uh, something that they believe is their own. I, I think that's well, a big part of it, too, don't you think, George? I do. It's a, it's a, you know, we've emphasized that it's a Vegas-born team. Um, we were the first major professional sport uh, team, the hockey team, to 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 come here, and I and and you could feel it when we first came here. There's Finally, they had a, a, a pro team uh, that they could call their own. Like the, a lot of people grew up here and didn't have a home team. They had right. to pick Bro. teams from, from California and Arizona and elsewhere uh, to root for. Now they, they finally, when we came to town, they had their own team to root for. And uh, so you, you could sense that civic pride. And then with the success we've had, they've all... Um, jumped on and they haven't left um and, and we obviously keep uh growing our, our our popularity here and and uh you do that by winning games and uh entertaining people and so um we're different from some of the other uh, teams that are here um we were born here we're not a relocation and our fans have really supported us extraordinarily well now you just have to keep winning. That's the challenge. You have to. Uh, there's an expectation of your fan base now, George. Uh, they, they, you know, you've uh, you've set the bar pretty high. Yeah, well, that's that. You know, it's what we're supposed to do in this business, right? Um, it's not easy. Um, takes a lot of work. Have to have a little luck. Um, but the objective is 
is to win. And uh, <clears throat> we wanted, as I said, we wanted to be different. We wanted to be unconventional. I, I have some concerns. You know, some teams in the league, you know, a GM gets a new job and then tells ownership, you know, you have to rebuild it. You have to strip it down. It's going to be five years. Well, what if it doesn't work? Now it's now it's another five years. And I, I admire, uh, you know, the teams like uh, like Dallas and Boston and St. Louis and, uh, you know, guys that just go in and uh, and just try to win. It's, it's, there's never a rebuild. They they just they just try to win. And uh, by the way, you're now that you're now the the model that there's a lot of teams trying to copycat too, and you know it. There's a lot of teams around saying, and a lot of owners asking the question, well, why can't we do what Vegas did? Uh, and I mean, and and I and I'll be honest, I I think that one of the best teams in the, in hockey this year is a team you beat in the first round of the playoffs last year, and they decided to become the Vegas Golden Knights of Manitoba. Because I think that's exactly what Winnipeg has done. They've done what you wanted to, what you did, and you you did, and they're you get you gave them a good whooping, and and they learned the lesson. Yeah, they're they're playing really really well, and that uh, that, that team is well constructed. Yeah. And just like you guys, good depth, strong defense, pretty good goaltending. I mean, it's uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a good equation if you can figure it out, right? Yeah. Well, again, the the bottom line is, uh, you know, you, you gotta uh, you, you gotta you gotta come in there and wherever wherever you are, and it's about building a team and trying to win, and trying to win as quickly as you can. Well, thanks for this, George. Good luck against the Panthers tonight. Appreciate the time. Thank you, John. Thank you, Bob. Great to Fantastic. see you, pal. F Fantastic to see both of you guys, Bob and. Keep up the good work. Thanks very much. Thanks, gentlemen. Bye-bye. That's bye. George McPhee, the president of the Golden Knights. Bob and I'll be back after this. George always has time for us, Bob. It's really great. He, uh, he, He's such a good all, guy. All the way back to the radio show, George always loved coming on. You know, and it's funny, there was, there's that whole little group of general managers that used to come to Southern Ontario or even, even you know, to, to Canada to scout junior hockey games and they'd be in their cars uh, going to the, the junior arenas or the college arenas or the American league and primetime sports would be on. And I think so, so Jimmy, Oh no, no. But Jimmy Rutherford, who was on before Christmas with us used to always say the same thing. I loved listening to Bob uh, when I was driving to the rink, George was the same way. He loved listening right. to the show. Oh yeah. So that these guys have always been able to give us some time. And I think that that's uh, due in part to uh, all the years that uh, you spent on radio telling people what was right and wrong with sports. Well, that's kind of you to say, let me, let me just say that McPhee has become a really close friend over the past five years or so. Yes. He came on the radio show many times, but I really didn't know him. Right. And I've gotten to know him. I've spent time with him. He's gotten me hockey tickets. He's a wonderful guy, and I love him dearly. So thank you for George coming on the program. Hold on. He got you hockey tickets? Sure he did. He got me playoff tickets, as a matter of fact. He didn't do any of that for me. No, well, that should tell you something. <laughs> it probably does. All right, hey, tomorrow...
Uh, two of your old buddies again. We're going to have Dave Perkins and Bob Elliott on. Oh, good. Uh, it's good because that means I'm the youngest guy on the show. And right. um, sure. uh, last sa- Sunday was the final day of balloting for uh, Cooperstown, for the Baseball Hall of Fame. So we're going to uh, look through the ballots. Uh, we're okay. going to talk to Perkins, talk to Elliot about who should be in, who shouldn't be in, uh, and uh, deal with a little bit of baseball and obviously uh, the topic du jour about the Blue Jays that they seem to be done. That's Bob okay, Elliott well, and Dave, Dave to Perkins it. tomorrow. Okay, All right, Bob. See you then. Talk to you later. All right, that's Bob McCallum, John Shannon, the McCallum Podcast. See you tomorrow.